Welcome back to another episode of the Weekly Trash Recap Podcast. I'm Joe from B1029, and as always, we have Shyler from B1029, and we are recapping and discussing some of the big entertainment stories from the week of August 14th, 2023. So let's talk a little bit about Arena Shake and Tom Brady. Last week, we talked about this, that there was a rumor that Arena and Tom were seeing each other because we've seen multiple photos already of the two together in cars and having long weekends together. So yeah, I think you can pretty much say that, yeah, these two are definitely budding a relationship. Now, what's interesting, though, is that a source from, uh, let's see, page six says that Arena has kind of narrowed her inner circle in a way to protect the relationship, which, mm, okay. I mean, I think like your inner circle is your inner circle. Why would you need to narrow your inner circle? Well, According to the source, quote, she's afraid any weird rumors might scare him off. Like, oh. well, weird rumors could about Arena Shake could like scare Tom Brady off, is what I'd like to know. Maybe it's male friends. Well, maybe. I guess that's true. I mean, you know, she's a she's a Russian model. I'm sure she has some male friends, which is fine. Um, but yeah, I'd be I'd be weird as I I'm I'm kind of I'm weird weirded out about the weird rumors comment. I mean, yeah. I what weird rumors would you have? Would there be about Arena Shake coming out that would possibly scare off Tom Brady? Uh, yeah, to me that says that you had maybe some friends with benefits, mayhaps, maybe? and you're trying to cut those people out of your routine because obviously you're moving on to a committed relationship. But yeah, if you if you if we're talking like inner circle and like your close friends. That's a red flag to me. If you are letting go of close friendships in order to accommodate a partner, I think that that has the potential to be very polarizing. And oh yeah, and that's a scary to me. I, I, th- yeah. I think when you you're in a partnership, like you should come with everything, <laughs> like your friends, your family. You shouldn't have to sever ties to appease a relationship. I think that's toxic. Right. I mean, look, she and Bradley had broken up for, you know, at least a couple of years. And, you know, if she had some on and off things, I mean, she was single. I mean, oh, wait a minute. What if she's cutting off mutual friends with Bradley? Oh, maybe. You know, I wonder if she's cutting off maybe some some friendships or, you know, double date friends that she used to have with Bradley Cooper and in order to respect her new relationship moving forward, she oh, just doesn't yeah. even want to bring that baggage to this new relationship. Could be. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that very well could be. Cause like thinking about it, if my husband and I split up, there, there are some like wives and buddies of mine that I would probably never interact with as much or, you know, ever maybe. Yeah. Potentially. And I don't know. look, I mean, you know, Tom Brady obviously has, you know, kids with Giselle. So there's always going to be that there. Um, and, you know, there's always going to be that looming between she and Bradley Cooper. Yeah. I mean, they, they've got uh, a kid that, together. Oh, yeah. And that's always going to be there. So I, I don't think you can completely cut that out. But I can see where, you know, hey, I want to respect the new relationship here by, you know, having not necessarily a clean break. but maybe if if the if the baggage doesn't need to be there then we can just take the baggage out but that's a good point but i'd be that's curious the only thing that i yeah. think, i think of is cuz i mean 
there would be people that I I hang out currently with with my husband, but if if that were to no longer be a thing, I wouldn't hang out with them as much, and I certainly wouldn't know if I would feel comfortable bringing a new partner around them because I think that would just always like I would just always think of the yeah, partner, be kind of awkward. former partner. Yeah, yeah I'd be, yeah, be very weird. awkward. Yeah, but I think that's but, the only case in which cutting off friends in favor of a new relationship is even to be considered. Oh, for sure. Yeah, definitely. So this was very just bizarre when this news broke. Michael Orr, now former NFL player, he was the subject of the 2009 film The Blind Side. Uh, I mean, it was a great story. The the family, the Tuies, took him in, uh, got him on that path to football, and I mean, he was an NFL star. I mean, a great story, only to maybe come to find out that that was all not true because Michael Orr then claimed that his family, the Tuies lied about taking him in about the whole adoption thing and basically had him sign a conservatorship where it prevented him from making any money off of the movie. I and have so now, opinions. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this Thoughts is like opinions. bizarre. It was so bizarre when that just, Michael Orr comes out, I was like, yeah, uh, the family tricked me into doing this. Wait, what? So you mean to tell me that whole movie was a lie? Uh, that movie, I'm sorry. The movie was icky. <laughs> the whole movie, like none, I, I really don't think that any aspect of the movie was, it, it was a, I mean, obviously we know when, when anything goes from real life to the silver screen, it's embellished. And there are pieces that are dramatized and even downright fabricated at times. But that whole movie, it just, it, it I mean, it, as a sports fan, Michael Orr is extremely talented. He knows mm -hmm. football. He didn't need anybody to teach him how to catch a football or tackle or whatever. He was very, very, he's a very talented athlete. He maybe wasn't the best student. He did need some tutoring, but like knowing Michael Orr's real life story, it, it, they they set him up for success by offering their privileges, sure. But to insinuate that he didn't know, you know, how to hold a football until he met Leanne Tui is just absolutely, absolutely false. Yeah. And so it's, just, just, it's got that like that weird like saviorism. Like we yeah. had to it's just <laughs> At times it was like, ew, I don't know about it. But I do love Tim McGraw, and Tim McGraw was the dad in it. And yeah, and cool. Sandra Bullock played the mom. I love Sandra Bullock. Yeah. Um, and so just to recap, in, in case you're you're fuzzy on what on what happened. So Michael Orr filed a legal petition against Leanne and Sean Tui, claiming that they never actually adopted him, placed him under a long-term conservatorship. Um the Tuies actually released a statement claiming that Orr tried to, quote, threaten them with a, quote, shakedown for money in the past. And then uh, this past Wednesday, they uh, had plans that they were going to end their conservatorship over Orr. So there was a conservatorship actually in place. Wait, um, still? Yeah. See, that's no. I understand maybe doing the conservatorship so he has like those privileges that you are offering to him for his 
maybe collegiate career, but right. there's no need for it to extend any further. I mean, this, I mean, hell, we just watched this all unfold with Brittany, Amanda yes. Bynes, like all of these people that have been in conservatorships and been manipulated. And <sighs> yeah, there's I no, know. no reason for it to have gone on as long as it did, unless oh, there was exactly. some shady stuff happening. Right. And so the uh, the actor who played Michael Orr, uh, Quentin Aaron, uh, talked to the Daily Mail. And obviously he called the news, quote, heartbreaking. And he also only met Michael once, and it was after filming had already wrapped. So Michael says to the Daily Mail, quote, I'm just saying, look, moving forward, I feel like if there's ever a situation like this and a way to prevent something like this from happening again, I think that all parties that are relevant to the story need to be involved in making of the story from beginning to finish because there was some stories that the Tuies visited the set regularly and Michael really didn't at all. In fact, Quentin Aaron, who played Michael Orr, only met Michael Orr one time and that was after filming had ended. Yeah. Which yeah. I think if you're making a story about someone, you're like, well, why is the guy I'm playing not really showing up? I mean, is there, I mean, obviously I don't understand he's in the NFL and such, but why, why is he not here to kind of have some input on the story? Why is it just his, at the time we thought adoptive parents making all these decisions? It's so weird. It's so, yeah, it's so weird how yeah. it's like they didn't want him to have any input or they didn't want him to know what they, what the narrative was going to be. Right. Until it was all said and done. Case. Right. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how this all shakes down no. yeah, i hope he takes yeah. them to the cleaners <laughs> just, well i mean you don't the, need the it, movie but... made 300 million dollars and i as according to this hasn't seen any of it yeah not to mention and, his nfl money yeah and the twoies i mean they've they've used that to like launch their foundation their motivational speakers it's like they've been able to really cash in on a story that they only play a very small role in, I mean, yeah. really, besides right. a, from a place of manipulation. Yeah. Potentially. I well, guess we'll, to, we'll get to, more details yeah. as it goes on. And to initially refute the claim and then say, oh, we're going to end the conservatorship, that basically just says, yeah, we had them on our conservatorship. Don't refute the claims and then come back and say, well, we're going we're gonna to end the conservatorship. You basically admitted to, yeah, he's right. How, how old is Michael Orr right now? Oh, gosh, he is, uh, you know, that, I mean, I'm trying to think, when did he end his NFL career? He's 37. See, that's what I mean. It's like, there's no need for him to have been in a conservatorship for this long. Exactly. And, and plus, he had no idea that that was the case. Like, it, it truly does feel like he's, because that was the rumor that that I heard back in February, that he found out back in February that he was under a conservatorship. And that's when he was like, hang on a second, yeah. wait a minute. And that's when things started to really unfold. There's no reason for him to have been in a conservatorship for this long. I mean, obviously he doesn't need any kind of assistance or support or help. And he's been self-sufficient all these years, has an amazing career of his own and has been killing it. <laughs> Truly. He's, yeah. he's the real success story and he needs to be celebrated. Not so much the twoies right and i think that's the that's what he's trying to have come to light yeah as he should 
Right. So Jack Antonoff was married over the weekend, and Taylor Swift was among the guests. And of course, yeah. if Taylor Swift is going to be there, we're all going to kind of be there too, <laughs> in a way, because the paparazzi is going to show up. In a way, um, but also literally. In a, yeah, pretty much. Um, so I, I saw something about this, but Shiloh, you have more info on about the wedding and Taylor Swift. Well, it, it, I am I am a self-proclaimed Swifty, and of course I've I've got some opinions because <laughs> of course. Now, now this is a wedding between Jack Antonoff and Margaret Qualley, and on I think it was Friday night there was a wedding rehearsal dinner in uh, New Jersey, and Taylor shows up and she's wearing a like a two-piece black uh, dress or skirt and and top. Uh, set and she is videoed photographed walking into this venue for this rehearsal dinner wh where she is a guest she is a guest she is a nobody she is just a guest on this long list to this wedding to this event but there are literally hundreds of people blocking the streets the parking lots just crowded all over the place with their phones up above their heads shouting oh, taylor swift taylor swift oh. the cringe i the secondhand embarrassment i feel for these people but also the fury you margaret qualley is marrying jack antonoff and all y'all are saying is taylor swift read the room really yeah. Really? I understand being excited that Taylor Swift is in your town or wanting to catch a glimpse of her, but this mob that cre was created outside of this venue, I mean, th there's a photograph of Taylor where she just looks petrified. That poor oh, girl yeah. looks so scared. I mean, she's looking, and like on one hand, she's looking like, what is going, what the hell is happening? And then also <laughs> just pure fear. And it's, well, yeah. and she has, she has written about this. She's written in her diary in like published journals in interviews. She's talked about it in her lyrics. She even says it in the anti-hero song. Yeah. That she's too big to go out always lurching towards your favorite city. Like she's, she's, she's too big to do anything. And, and we just proved it. We just proved that she's not allowed to have a life and, and be just a girl at her friend's wedding. Yeah. I mean, look, she knows she's a megastar. There's no surprise about that. But, you know, just to go and, and support a friend at a wedding that it has nothing to do with her. I yes. mean, she's there for Jack and Maggie and to support them and, you know, celebrate. And then all of a sudden it has become the Taylor Swift show, which Taylor Swift, obviously, it's not... It, Unless she were to somehow be snuck in via back door, black cloth over her. I mean, look, there would have been. Which is no arguably almost more conspicuous. Right. You know, the paparazzi may not be able to get a photo of you if you're like draped in a cloth. But the people at the wedding ceremony or or rehearsal dinner are going to be like, did you just walk in with a tablecloth over your head? Like, who do you think you are? <laughs> Taylor Swift? <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, it's yes, I am. Yeah, it's just so weird. Like she has said so many times that she hates this aspect of fame. And 
she was just, yeah, and, and there were other celebrities at this wedding, Channing Tatum, Zoe Kravitz, Cara Delevingne. There were big names at this wedding mm-hmm. and nobody cared. It was just Taylor Swift. And it's, I just feel so bad because it's like, yeah. And, and, and I think unfortunately to be there for her friends. And we've talked about this in past episodes where that unfortunately, I mean, is the price. I mean, Taylor Swift is the hottest thing right now. The hottest artist celebrity. She's got the tour. And of course, she's the all American girl. Miss Americana. I mean, yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, no matter I mean, you could have Taylor Swift and I mean, who is who would be the next big thing next to Taylor? I mean, Beyonce almost in the same room. Yeah. I think Taylor Swift on no 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 offense to Beyonce. I think Taylor Swift right now probably wins the popularity award. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it, it, yeah, it's it's unfortunate because it's it's like we've been talking about the concert etiquette, like how do we behave at concerts? Maybe don't throw things at performers or, right. you know, or toss up a yeah. glass of water at somebody. It's we have gotten into such a toxic place in society of our celebrity worship and parasocial relationships where we feel I mean, I feel like every Swifty on the planet feels like if Taylor walked into the room right now, you would be able to have a deep, intimate conversation with this woman and walk out best friends. That is never going to happen to any of us. No. This this weird obsession that we have with celebrities is so far gone. Like, if, if I heard that, if if Taylor Swift was going to be in West Lafayette, I'm not going to be in my car cruising around town looking for an Escalade. I'm, no. I'm not going to. I'm not going to do that because I'm grown. Number one, <laughs> and number two, I'm a fan. Like I'm a. I'm a fan who knows how she feels about people doing stuff like that. I mean, look how you know Princess Diana was chased down by paparazzi, and mm-hmm. and subsequently killed. It's like we we are no longer respect like there's no respect between fans and the celebrities that they 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 worship at this point and it's it's so like oh i threw a phone at bb rexa cuz i wanted her to take a picture with it why would you think that's okay like this weird this this weird mentality that has overtaken <laughs> in celebrity culture is so weird to me go touch grass don't chase down celebrities. Sit outside for a little bit. Get get back in touch with reality. This is it's so weird. Right. I mean, look, if if you happen to, you know, maybe bump into your favorite celebrity just out and about, I mean, be humane and be like, oh, hey, I'm a big fan. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. And then you can tell all your friends later and family, hey, you know who I ran into? You're never gonna believe this. And you got a story to tell. Yeah. And you know what I wouldn't do? I I don't think, I don't think I would, well, I'm selfish. (laughs) Full stop. I'm selfish and I'm petty. And, um, if I ran into a big name celebrity at just a local restaurant, watering hole, whatever, I'm not going to tell you until after that experience is gone. Like I'm going to live in that moment and get that picture, shake her hand, whatever I got to do. And then after she leaves, that's when I'll post it. The problem was people were on Instagram Live, TikTok Live, posting pictures and videos in real time. 
and people were gathering at this one spot because it's oh, a small yeah. town in New Jersey. So right. it just became this mob because people were like, she's here right now. Yeah. I, I, I just, I, I think different because I, I don't want you to have it. I, I want me to be the special one that got that moment. <laughs> I don't want you to have it. Well, and yeah. I think that's, that we've lost that. It's because it, we want the clout from, well, I, I was here first and I got all these people to follow me. It's that weird. It's, yeah, I don't. Yeah, it's, I just, be, yeah, it's become, we use celebrities to become a celebrity ourselves. Yes. I, I just feel so bad for Jack and Maggie because I, it would, that would be so, it would just, it would be very disappointing that this is, this is my, my wedding day. I'm marrying the love of my life, my best friend. It's supposed to be the happiest day of my life. And all anybody cares about is a girl that I invited to my wedding. Yeah. Like, can we not and let sure, Jack and Maggie yeah. have their moment? And I'm sure Taylor is mortified. I mean, she's like, look, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, like I had no idea that, I mean, I shouldn't say that she, I would think that by now Taylor would probably have to know, look, if I'm going to be seen and someone sees me, chances are there's going to be a mass of people and it's going to yeah. be quick. Well, and uh, I think she has like countermeasures against this kind of stuff, but because it was a small town and I mean, everybody knew that, that she was going to be there or at least that it was speculated and it took no time at all to get to that location. I just think they got overwhelmed really quickly. But I think any other moment, she has countermeasures against that. Yeah. Because like, it didn't happen at the wedding. It was specifically the wedding rehearsal dinner that was really like a scary, a scary moment. Like the wedding, it's like, yeah, it's a celebrity studded affair. It's going to be you know, it's gonna, you're gonna have paparazzi, you're gonna have people trying to get pictures and videos and whatnot. But do you, do you think that she's gonna write about this? Oh, for sure. It'll be another, it'll be the next album. Well, not 1989, but her next original album, not the Taylor version album. But oh, I yeah. think, so. and, and every celebrity deals with this, you know, I mean, we saw it not that long ago with, with, uh, ben Affleck and um, J-Lo, they were just walking to the yes. car with their coffee paparazzi in their face. And Ben's like, really? Of I course. Mean, look, we we really, while I enjoy Ben Affleck, J-Lo, other celebrities, do I really need a paparazzi video of them walking to their car to get coffee? No. Just tell me, hey, Ben's going to be in this next movie. Cool. Tell me that JLo is going to put out this next album. Awesome. Yeah. I don't really need to see them in the car getting coffee. Whenever I no. see this really awkward, like celebrity spotted in downtown such and such, it reminds me of when Daniel Radcliffe was in that play in London. Oh, and he yeah. wore the same t-shirt, <laughs> hoodie, and jeans combo for weeks. <laughs> Yeah. Because it just looked like the same photo over and over again. So I, I <laughs> such a petty revenge. I love that. <laughs> okay. So the big news from the week, obviously, Britney Spears, Sam Asghari, they are no more after uh, six years together. Um, I, I kind of feel like once we found out that Britney and Sam had gotten together, because they, they met on the, uh, on the set of her uh, Slumber Party music video. And we oh, kind of... And I, and I, at least for me, I felt, and I think a lot of the people did too, like, oh, okay, Sam is the one that is going to kind of, I don't know if save is the right word, but almost kind of be some normalcy for Britney. 
you know, he was with her with the conservatorship, going through that, ending that, he was there. And, you know, we kind of saw Brittany, you know, obviously vent, but, you know, we saw her, it looked like she was happy with Sam, at least some of the photos and videos that were posted. But he's had um, her back, it seems. It did. It did seem like he had her back. You know, he would even post some stuff defending her. Um, there was not that long time, not that long ago when there was something that happened that allegedly happened at a restaurant where reports suggested one thing, but Sam immediately responded, no, you can't always believe what you read. Yeah. You know, it has, it has to come from the horse's mouth. Um, but it's, it was done. Um, there was, there was some speculation. TMZ reported that Allegedly, the the whole thing took place over a fight, some uh, allegations of cheating. Um, Allegedly, there was some physical altercations with Brittany and Sam, where Sam allegedly claimed that Brittany randomly attacked him while he was sleeping. Uh, She randomly kept knives around, saying that someone was going to come for her. I, I don't know how much truth there is to that. And yes, TMZ has some reputable stories and some they they do have some reputable sources, but they did have that. Yeah. The documentary documentary come out, which mm, there may be some truth to some of it might not, but Sam Asgari posted on his Instagram stories, not long after the news broke their ending their, their marriage. He said, quote, after six years of love and commitment to each other, my wife and I have decided to end our journey together. We will hold on to the love and respect we have for each other, and I wish her the best always. And then blank happens. Asking for privacy seems ridiculous, so I will just ask for everyone, including the media, to be kind and thoughtful. Well, I've kind of felt like, okay, so where's Brittany in all this? Because she did post a photo of herself on a horse saying that she was going to almost like she's getting back in the saddle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's so that's the vibe I got too. Yeah. So over the weekend, she posted one of her dancing videos and broke her silence. And she says, as everyone knows, uh, Sam or Sam and I are no longer together. Six years is a long time to be with someone. So I'm a little shocked, but I'm not here to explain because it's honestly nobody's business. But I couldn't take the pain anymore, honestly. In some sort of telepathic way, I have been receiving so many messages that melt my heart from friends, and I thank you. I've been playing it strong for way too long, and my Instagram may seem perfect, but it's far from reality, and I think we all know that. I would love to show my emotions and tears on how I really feel, but for some reason, I've always had to hide my weaknesses. If I wasn't my dad's strong soldier, I would, be sent, or I would have been sent away to places to get fixed by doctors but that's when I needed family the most. You're supposed to be loved unconditionally, not under conditions. So I will be as strong as I can and do my best, and I am actually doing pretty damn good. Anyways, have a good day, and don't forget to smile. It almost seems like very contradictory of what Sam's statement said, which yeah. now makes me, wanna, makes me wonder what really happened. I and am just, just some it, of the things that she had said about under conditions and playing strong for way too long makes me wonder, was there other things going on behind the scenes? Obviously we're not supposed to know about. 
I'm, I'm going to be real with you. I, I just don't, I don't trust anybody when it comes to Brittany and Brittany's story. I feel like we have gotten such a scrubbed version of, of everything from day dot. And it's like, I, I really wanted to like Sam because I felt like he had her best interests at heart, mm -hmm. but I can't help but wonder was he was he a placeholder? Like oh, like like maybe Jamie, you know, picked Sam and they were like, okay, we're gonna pretend like we don't like each other, but you're gonna keep an eye on her because she needs to, you know, she needs to stay put or whatever. And mm -hmm. maybe he was supposed to be like her keeper or babysitter in a way. And maybe his contract's up and that's why he's out. I just don't understand his similarities to like Kevin Federline, I do he, he just, he's like an out of work model. He was in this music video with her. And then all of a sudden, like they're in love. It's like, okay, I'm getting, I'm getting K fed vibes. So is this just another, another move from Jamie? I don't and know. Is I this don't... like her way of becoming truly free. See, I feel like with Sam, I feel like K-Fed was, um, I, I, I don't get the K-Fed K vibes from Sam. I feel like K-Fed was, a, well, let's face it, he was a D-bag. Yeah. I don't think he had Brittany's best interest at heart. No. At all. Um, I think he was using her as a cash grab for himself. Yes. For Sam, I kind of feel like, I mean, he didn't really, other than being in the music video, he wasn't, you know, hey, we need to do this TV show together. Hey, we need to be, I mean, they weren't always photographed together. You don't see him a lot in social media posts together. Um, I mean, you do, you'll see some on Britney's of them together, obviously, but, and then some of Sam, but I don't feel like it was, you know, him always, hey, you need to. I, I need you to be uh, in this post. I need you to be in this post. I need you to do this. I need you to do that. It was kind of more like, you know, I'll, I'll, if you need me to be here to do something, I'll be here. But I don't, I don't feel like he used her as much as K Fed did. No, no, I, I, yeah, I would agree with that. And for me, I mean, lately with Brittany, I mean, yeah, she posts her dancing videos, um, and we haven't really seen a lot of photos with her and K-Fed and not to say that she, there were always photos. There was, there were some here and there. Um, but lately it's, it's kind of gone to back to um, early on this year with Brittany being half naked. Mm -hmm. And we're kind of, if, if you look at her Instagram, it's kind of going back to that. Like she's, she's on a pole, a stripper pole. Yeah. Um, She's got some guy licking her leg. And so now it kind of makes me wonder like, okay, what, why are we taking a few steps back here? Is this because Brittany doesn't quite know how to deal with it and saying she's okay. Yeah, I, I, I mean, look, it's okay to feel hurt. Yeah. 
not to say you have to share every single emotion on social media. And she says that's one of her weaknesses is she has to hide that. And I think that for her, she needs to find a way to deal with it. Yeah. Like, isn't the point of her being free now that she can express her emotions? Why is, why is she holding back now when it's, unless maybe she did do something wrong. You know, there are allegations that she was cheating on him and physically abusing him. So unless she doesn't want to admit to that, maybe, you know, maybe that's why she's being a little more quiet because she is in the wrong. Maybe. And look, Sam, Sam didn't really, I mean, look, it's it's all just sources say that Sam said those things. Sam, at least that I've read, Sam did not officially come out and say, yes, she did do this. Yes, she did do that. It's all sources say close to Sam that. And I mean, until we, we hear actually from Sam or we actually hear from Brittany that yes, there, this did happen, or no, this did not happen. I mean, the way Brittany's statement says that she was playing a part. Yeah, I, I don't know. It, it's it, it, it's very cryptic. It makes you wonder what, well, was the whole relationship kind of just smoke and mirrors? Yeah. Like according to Brittany, that's what it seems like. Whereas Sam. It's made it seem like, look, you know, it, it, it happened. You know, we have love and respect for each other. Where Brittany's kind of like, yeah, no. So who knows? I mean, yeah, maybe she is in the wrong, doesn't want to admit it. But, but those allegations, but no one's really saying one way or the other at this point. It's just sources say. Yeah. Which sometimes you got to take with a grain of salt. Well, and I mean, let's be real. I, I hate when celebrities say, oh, it was amicable. We both have so much love and respect for each other. Shut up. Shut up. I know y'all <laughs> been screaming. It had to be something. Yeah, I know you You guys have been shaking fingers at one another for the last at least six months for y'all to call it quits right now. So, I mean. Right. <laughs> and I mean, look. Don't we, hold back we, now. You give it all. <laughs> Tell me right. it all. I mean, we just talked about it. And we've talked about it in previous episodes of Britney's Instagram posts. I mean, being a little 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 racy yeah and maybe sam had enough i'll be maybe. honest like her her posts make me uncomfortable and i like Brittany. yes I, oh, I, I know her i don't want to yeah. see her naked i always no. feel weird when i'm scrolling on instagram or tiktok or whatever and like particularly her videos come up because she's always naked and it's like i'm ever around anybody it's like what is that girl looking at our phone <laughs> she's googling <laughs> pictures of britney it's spears like, naked what, what a weirdo doing? Yeah. I get turned to like, no, I work yes. for the radio. This is yeah, my job. That's part of my job, unfortunately. <laughs> I mean, we have to kind of endure it a little bit. But I mean, yeah, it's just I mean the 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 video of the guy licking her leg, um, the the stripper pole stuff, you know, her in like little skimpy bikini bottoms and a little shirt. It's like uh Yeah. And I, I hate it, but it's like it 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 gives so much credibility to the kids too because remember you know the kids were like i don't i don't want to go over to mom's house she's always naked or doing videos and stuff in her underwear or naked or whatever right and it's embarrassing it's like (sighs) i understand that you haven't had the opportunity to be yourself and do things the way you want to but you know he these are your kids that are telling you i don't i don't like this 
and it's affecting our relationship, I just can't, I just can't imagine that someone who is in a good, solid mental state would choose to post racy videos on Instagram over their children or a relationship with their okay. children. And I just, I don't want to say like, oh, she's sick or she whatever. She, I mean, obviously she needs help. She's needed help for a long time. And I think that's really what this is. I mean, she's been hypersexualized her entire life and no. she doesn't know any other way to act, but she's got to start unlearning that behavior right. or, or learning how to adapt and grow with it. Cause I mean, there are plenty, I mean, Jennifer Lopez, Jennifer Lopez posts pictures and she, you know, she's hot, but she's not naked. No, I all mean, she, not all, all the, the time. time, not all the time. I mean, <laughs> She did for her 50 for or for her her recent birthday. I mean, she was like in some, but it was almost like a, a model shoot. Yeah. It wasn't her like half naked on a stripper pole covering her her bits and pieces. Yes. Well, and, and the, the stripper pole, I'm sorry, but it does add an element of ick to me. Yes. I, yeah. I, I wouldn't like if my mom posted that. You know what I mean? <laughs> I wouldn't yeah. like if if my friends posted that. Like I just it, it yeah, it just screams like something's not right there. Like there's, just there's something me, going on. It, yeah, it reminds me of like the help me videos where people were commenting on her pictures and stuff when she was still under the conservatorship. Where it's like wear yellow next time if you need help, and the next time she wore like a yellow shirt and had yellow roses in the background, it was like, uh, what? Like this to me seems very much out of control. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and maybe that's because Sam is out. Maybe Sam well, was trying to keep it all together and he just, he's exhausted. Yeah. Because, I mean, looking through some of Brittany's posts from, you know, several weeks ago, like she's in a nice sundress, you know, yeah. she's, I mean, she, I mean, yeah, she's got some bikini photos, but they're all kind of like just fun. Nothing like, ooh, nothing like before. Yeah. But, you know, she's still, I mean, it's even some of the dance videos, like she, you know, had like a dress on, but then, you know, went back to the bikini bottoms and little tight stuff and, you know, hypersexualized. Yeah. And I, I think you're right. I, I think that, I think Sam was trying to kind of help her keep it together and just, I mean, it, it, it probably would be exhausting to undo years of what she did, you know, what, what she was doing. I mean, that that takes a lot yeah I, I mean i feel like i feel like either side of this is still bad because it's like either sam was like the inside man and he was a, actually a bad dude and he was just playing this role for all this time or yeah. he really was trying so hard and she just wouldn't let him or you yeah. know wouldn't you know never really got on the same page as yeah. him and well, it's and either way it's heartbreaking yeah, and probably feel like, well, you're trying to control me. Yeah. And while Sam is like, well, no, I'm just trying to help you. But for her, for all these years, that means that you're trying to control me and trying to not let me do what I want to do. Yeah, I'm sure if there, if there is anyone in her life that is not a yes man, that's what, that she, it's like a defense mechanism. That's exactly what she feels like. You're just right. trying to control me. It's like, no, I just don't. You know, I'm, I'm your brand manager or I'm your P I'm your PR person. I'm your public relations person. Like I'm just trying to help you out. And that I'm sure yeah. she 
cuts that off or at least drives them away. And maybe that's exactly yeah. what happened with Sam. And that very well could be. But exactly. I'm sure we'll probably get more on this on, you know, probably some more, hopefully some more truths on what actually transpired. But I can't um, believe that we're already looking forward to a sequel to her book that hasn't come out yet. I know. <laughs> I'm wondering if it's not too late to kind of like go ahead and add some more pages before it goes to print. I wonder. <laughs> we'll find out in October. All right, let's finish up with our was story. Barbie. My wife and I have still not seen Barbie. I know, please, all comments to yourselves. I know, we know. Have not seen Barbie yet. Have you seen Barbie yet? I have not. I know. I I'm I'm look, I've dropped the ball quite a bit. Look, I mean, I'll be honest, when the Barbie movie trailer hit, I'm like, oh, this is gonna be a fun movie. I did not expect to make worldwide over a billion dollars like i thought this is just gonna be like a fun movie like oh okay it'll, it'll do well but for sure over a billion dollars worldwide it's like whoa i mean look margot robbie love margot robbie ryan gosling can't go i mean the, the, the cast is like oh okay no when i saw uh, okay back when the rollerblading pictures Oh, got yeah. leaked. When, when that got leaked, I, I, I was not taking this seriously. I'll be compl I'll be completely oh, me, honest me with neither. you. And I, I thought this is going to be goofy, silly, fun. But oh my gosh, wow! <laughs> it's just it's like on the complete opposite direction. It's like no, there's so many feminist undertones, and this is like people are writing full blown theses over these over this movie. And it's yeah. been wildly successful. And I was just expecting it to be a fun because I got worried that it had a PG 13 rating. Cause I was like, oh, oh man, like yeah. that doesn't even be for the kids. And, and it and has right. so much more ability than that. It does. I mean, the, the director, Greta Gerwig, said that this movie is geared toward the teens who are done playing with Barbie and the adults who have played with Barbie. It's not really a kid movie. Yeah. Which my daughter, my daughter was kind of like, oh man, because she's ten. It's you're like, it's at that age, like, eh, maybe, yeah. you know. I mean, she still kind of plays a Barbie, but she's getting toward that age, like, okay, maybe we can watch the Barbie movie next year. Yeah. You know, but I mean, yeah, I, I, I mean, the cast. You got, you know, Simu Liu. Um, that, that I think I just I butchered his name. Did I Simu Liu. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, Will yeah. Ferrell makes an appearance in it. <laughs> um, who who else? Uh, oh, from Steve SNL. Nicholson. Yes, Dua Lipa's in it. Yeah, you know, um, from uh, from SNL. Um, oh, what's her name? What is her name? I, I. Why can't I think of? Anyway, she's in it. <laughs> her name will come to me eventually. Um. But it's Kate McKinnon. Certain. I said Kate, Kate McKinnon. Yes, that's it. Yes, Kate McKinnon. Yes, I thought. Oh, America okay. Ferrera. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it, the the names you're like, oh, they're in this. It's one of those movies, and so it's become such a hit that it is now Warner Brothers' biggest movie ever in North America, beating out The Dark Knight. What? Yeah. So. This when the report came out on August 15th, Barbie had a domestic total of 537.4 million dollars, surpassing 2008's The Dark Knight, which made 536 million. 
Wow. Marty has officially surpassed Batman. Which as a Batman fan, it's like, oh, like you never thought that would happen. Like there's no way. And psh, here it is. Barbie that, beats Batman. That is actually wild. Yeah. And it's made 1.2 billion globally. And then this is, of course, as of last week, Tuesday. I'm sure the number has grown since then. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was finally dethroned at the box office for number one over the weekend with by Blue Beetle. But Barbie still came in at number two. Which I think it was um, Barbie over the weekend made twenty one point five million. That's so crazy! It's been out Blue for a Beetle, month. Yeah, and Blue Beetle made twenty five point four, so it beat it by almost four million. Um, so like just yeah. barely, and it's been yeah. out for a month. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Yeah, so I mean, imagine now that once it goes to streaming, it's probably gonna break break some streaming numbers. Oh yeah. Once it comes out on Max, because it is a Warner. Oh, is Bros. that where it's movie. gonna go? It's gonna go on Max. Uh, yeah, Warner. All the Warner Brothers stuff goes to Max, unless for some reason it's gonna go to somewhere else. But it, it's gonna go to Max at some point. You gotta make yeah. sure you get your subscription. <laughs> yeah, make sure. Yeah, exactly. So there you go. Uh, Barbie beats Batman. Wow. And that's going to do it for this episode of the Weekly Trash Recap Podcast, where we recap and discuss some of the big entertainment stories from the week. You can uh, listen to past episodes at B1029.com or anywhere you get your podcast. Make sure you subscribe, too, as we drop new episodes every Tuesday. For Shyler, I'm Joe from B1029. We will talk to you again next week. <laughs>